The feelings associated with one's passion can invoke powerful emotions that lead to meaningful action. This emotion often derives from a particular aspect of life that the individual has an interest in. This intense feeling can be used to encourage people to do something they are passionate about and that can be helpful to both their own life as well as others around them. Their passion can provide an avenue for them to interact with and make a difference in the world, which in turn gives them a sense of self-assurance and influence. This powerful emotion offers the individual a chance to shape their own destiny as well as the destinies of those in their community. As discussed in our previous episode, the school's theme this year is Compass. Just like the arrows on the device itself, we are exploring the concept of direction. In this episode, we are looking forward to hearing about our next guest speaker's passions and how these have been used to make a positive contribution to their communities. Welcome to the Penley and Essendon Grammar Pegscast. This is the podcast where we love to talk about the big things in life that usually don't get talked about. I'm Toby. I'm Benjamin. I'm Cameron. I'm Elisha. I'm Jake. And I'm Ryan. We are all Year 6 students at Penley and Essendon Grammar School. Before we get started, I need to let you know that nothing we say should be taken as personal advice. Also, Penley and Essendon Grammar School acknowledges the Wurundjeri and Tanarong people as the traditional custodians of the lands upon which our school stands. We pay our respect to the elders, past, present, and affirm our commitment to the ongoing work of reconciliation. For more information about this podcast episode, please head to our website at pegs.vic.edu.au. Today we are pleased to welcome Jeanette Monroe, a religious education teacher at Penley and Essendon Grammar. Mrs Monroe, we are very appreciative that you could be here with us today and eager to hear your story. Thanks so much, Elisha. I'm really excited to be here and a little bit nervous. So thanks everyone for having me. Let's dive right in, shall we? Mrs Monroe, tell us a bit about yourself. What are you passionate about and when did you realise this was your passion? Thanks, Cameron. Um, Well, I should probably start with a slight correction. I am Mrs Munro. I'm married to Mr Munro, my husband, and I have three children, three adult boys um, who are all grown up, and I have a grandson as well. And I am a religious education teacher. I teach RE up at McNabb House, two years, seven, eight and nine. But I'm also Reverend Janet Munro. I'm also one of the school chaplains. I am a minister of the Uniting Church in Australia. This is the church that our school is associated with. I've been a minister for 17 years now. So you could say that my faith is my passion, but I think it's a bit more than that. I'm really passionate about the work that I believe God is doing in the world And I see my job as finding out where that's happening and joining in. That's something that's grown in me over many, many years. But I think it probably started fairly early in my ministry. Can you please share with us your journey in which your passion has led you to do something that has been beneficial to someone, a group of people or the community? 
Also, could you please expand on the different paths you have taken and how your passion has grown with this experience? We invite you to elaborate on the multiple layers of your story and how this may have evolved over time. Wow, there's a lot of questions in there, Ben. Um, look, I used to think that being a minister, being a chaplain in a school, meant that it was my job to bring God's love to others. And I do try and do that as much as I can. I want everyone to know just how much they are loved and valued for who they are. But I realised that God's love was already out here in the world. It wasn't something that I had to actually bring. So I see it all the time. I see it when um, people are being really kind to each other. I see it when they're listening really carefully and wanting to learn um, from and about each other. I really see it when I see people standing up for what's right. So my job is not so much about um, just about bringing God's love to people, but actually really noticing where that's happening. So I think that's probably something that's really changed for me. And it's something that I find so exciting. I see it in classrooms, I see it out in playgrounds, I see it everywhere. Um, one, one part of my job is um, to lead our social justice team. That's a group of Year 10 students from McNabb and Gottlieb St House. And they meet every week or so and they um, have discussions about the things that they, the injustices that they see in the world um, and they do plan some activities uh, and fundraising activities and other educational activities uh, that really help to highlight those things and to really help educate people. So that's, that's one area of my work that I really see um, where even though the students might name it as this, I see it as God being at work in the world to make this world a really awesome place. Are there any other examples of ways that you've used your passion to help someone, a group of people or the community? Well, Aisha, I've been giving this a little bit of thought and something that I am really interested in um, is the environment. I, my husband and I have a small property up just in central Victoria, just north of a little place called Heathcote. And we spend a lot of time up there and we also spend a lot of time out in nature. We love hiking and we love really getting into the outdoors. And I'm somebody who has always found um, being out in the outdoors and being in nature a very spiritual experience. It's where I feel closest to God when I'm out in nature. And so I guess one of the things that, um, as a result of that, one of the things that I've become really passionate about is sustainability and caring for our environment. And I've been thinking a lot more about um, how I can help young people to uh, really experience and value um, the world that we live in and this beautiful um, environment that we live in and how I can help young people to see that, um, that real connection with the earth 
and how that might then translate in helping us to really think about how we can care for our environment um, and the resources of our environment. Why do you love doing what you do? Toby, I have the best job in the world. I love that I get to spend every day with young people. I want the children and young people I work with to be the very best that they can be. I want them to know that they have wonderful futures ahead, full of awesome possibilities, and that they, you, are in the business of making this world a better place. What are your plans for the future? That is an excellent question, Ryan. I think when somebody becomes a minister in the church, I have made a lifelong promise to serve God wherever God calls me to be. So that means that I am always open um, to where God might be leading me next. Um, but right now, I'm pretty happy just where I am. Um, but I also know that, uh, that 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 could take me any place, and that's really exciting. Now, for the most important questions. What is your go-to junk food? You can pick two items. Well, I've picked fish and chips, um, although I really feel like they're just one item because, you know, you can't have really one without the other. Um, but I love fish and chips. I love greasy, salty food. And I have to say, though, that burgers are a really close second. Yes or no to Vegemite? Oh, well, it's a yes, but only in certain circumstances. So when I was little and if I was really sick, my mum would give me Vegemite on toast. So I actually associate Vegemite with being sick. Now that sounds really bad. That's No, I don't mean it like that. What I mean is if I am sick, that is my go-to food. If I'm sick, I have to have Vegemite on toast. I have to have lots of butter. Like it has to have lots of butter. And then just a little slight scraping of Vegemite and that is the ultimate get well food for me. What about you? Do you like Vegemite? Uh, no, I find Vegemite way too salty for me. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, we're not used to having that much salt in our diets anymore. Yeah. And finally, if you could do a meet and greet with someone, who would it be and why? It can be anyone in the world. Wow. There's a lot of people that I would like to spend some time with. Um. But I've been reading um, a lot recently about Aboriginal spirituality and I think if I could spend any time with somebody at the moment, um, I haven't got anyone in particular in mind, but I'd like to spend some more time with an Aboriginal elder. Um, I think there's lots of wisdom um, that I think that we can learn about how we can fix some of the problems in our world um, and a lot of wisdom about caring for our world, caring for our environment that we can learn from our Aboriginal elders. And so I think that's what I would, that's what I'm really yearning for at the moment is an opportunity to be able to really sit and learn from the wisdom of some of our elders. Yep, definitely. 
Before we bring this episode to an end, I'd like to just say that it is so wonderful to hear about your story. Please continue doing what you're doing. Thank you, Mrs. Munro, for taking the time to share your story with us. Is there any last advice you would like to give our listeners? There is, Jake. Thank you. Um, This was something that somebody said to me uh, last weekend. We were talking about the difference between talents and gifts. Sometimes people might say, oh, you have a really great gift for music or a really great gift for doing podcasts. I want you to turn your talents into gifts. And the way you do that is to use your talents, um, to give your talents to others. So use your talents in a way that is going to be a gift to others. So that is my final piece of advice, is to turn your talents into gifts. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your term. And thank you. Thank you very much for having me and I hope you all have a wonderful Easter and a very safe and happy holidays.